We don't want to wait. We don't want to wait. You're Robin. Uh, I, you're Steph. <laughs> yes, that's right. Correct. That's briefly. Ding, 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 ding. I was like, I'm not Steph. I'm... <laughs> wait. Yeah. Okay. We're here talking Gilmore Girls. Season four. Season four. Last week, tights. This week, no, that's not right. Oh, God. <laughs> nope. Last week, fights. This week, tights. Right. And raincoats and recipes. <laughs> I got the raincoats. That's funny. Recipes? I, I guess it has to do with Suki and the... Uh, I, I don't know. Huge part of the episode. Totally worth naming the episode after. Yeah. The food. <laughs> food. The pot roast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were all very concerned about the, the food that was going on. Uh, all right. So uh, we are wrapping up season four with these last two episodes. And um, I'm thinking, Steph, and I'm just mm-hmm. going to go off the cuff live on the podcast uh, to talk to you ahead of time about scheduling, which we usually do after the podcast. Mm-hmm. But I'm thinking if we can record towards the end of the week next week. I can possibly uh, start getting on a uh, – we can get back to the binging because I'm able to take some notes during my uh, remote work. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it's much easier for me. But um, you know, as long as it's like one one a day. So basically if we can record towards the end of the week next week, we can, we can go for four and get back to uh, binging again. Mm, I have to work Thursday, but I'm off Friday. Well, there you go. You doing Friday? something Friday night? No. <laughs> well, if I knew how to do live shows, I'd say like let's do like a big party thing since everybody's home. But I have no idea. So if I, somebody wants to host that for us, uh, we'll be, we'd be happy to record the opening of season five uh, for you. But um, other than that, we'll just do it together and then release it. <laughs> okay, as right. always. All right. <laughs> uh, where are we? Okay, so. Last week fights, this week tights. Miss mm-hmm. uh, Patty is putting together. The, I guess we have to get get the kids involved in the wedding, so they're doing a maypole. Yeah, this panned out. We we definitely saw <laughs> uh, the huge maypole. Uh, <laughs> did we say maypole later? I'm, uh, I, no, I don't think so. Okay, it was just like we got to get the town involved in this wedding somehow. Uh, Jess is reading a magazine. Lorelai sees him, but pretends she doesn't see him because she doesn't know how to react because she's shocked to see Jess in town. Mm-hmm. And as she walks by him, the camera goes behind his back to sh- reveal that he's reading the uh, self-help love books. Right. He's and uh, and uh, you know he's got it inside a uh, punk magazine. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hate that you know we're we're like two minutes into the episode, but I have to backtrack. Uh, okay. <laughs> well, Kirk is heckling because he wanted the Maypole job, and Lorelai says something pretty funny here. She says, "But he has forty three jobs already." Mm. So we have a character on the show actually acknowledging that these are not Kirk clones that we uh, that they just normally have accepted into their community. Uh, these, this is one character, and this one character has many, many jobs, and they all know it. Okay. So it's not such, it's not an in joke anymore. It, it is definitely a part of canon that Kirk has all these jobs. A lampshade has been hung. Yes. <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, we had last time, um, Suki had an accident. That's okay. I'm back. 
and now Sookie and Jackson are arguing and it's like, hey, they're back, you know, so. Yeah, like the good old days. Meanwhile, the. Arguing the, over radishes. The, the Independence Inn is just burnt out husk that nobody cares about anymore. Um, but hey, the dragonfly is here to take all that business away. <laughs> yep, this is the place to be. Yes. <laughs> Lorelai calls Rory at Yale to ask what she does. What is she supposed to do when she sees Jess? Uh, oh, I thought you were asking me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not letting you talk. You talk. Well, uh, the, the, I love the first thing. It's like, well, we have to talk about the J word. And Rory's like, I'm, you know, uh, you know, Jesus. I'm sick of Jesus and Mel Gibson. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, no, it's a, uh, it's a uh, Jess. And uh, Rory's like, listen, I want. I want. She, it's like she wants all the news about what's going on with Jess as long as it's important. You know, she doesn't want like all the news, but she wants all the news. She wants to hear about what, what if he's doing anything. Um, and then Lorelai says that she's going to give him a taste of his own medicine, which is to run up and tell him that she loves him and then run away, <laughs> which is just like, ouch. <laughs> Poor Jess and his feelings. And then behind Lorelai, you see a, a horse is in the living room or in the <laughs> foyer of the inn. And nobody is acknowledging it. Everybody's just pretending they don't see the horse in the middle of it. And yeah. say, okay, this, I feel like Lorelai here when she's freaking out because it's like at my house, you see the milk cartons empty. Why can't <laughs> the grocery store will take your money also? You're grown up. You have a car. Right. You can get in the car and go to the grocery store and hand them money and they will let you have milk. You know, like, why do I have to take care of everything? Why is a horse in the foyer of the dragonfly my responsibility when other people can do something about that? (laughs) Yeah, and it's as if only three of them run the place. (laughs) And Michelle and Sucky are like, yeah, we saw it. It's like, well, then do something. I thought it was a great gag. At first. When I saw the horse in the background, I thought it was a great gag. And I, th- I think it would have been even a, a, a better gag if they just didn't acknowledge it at all. Like, we just <laughs> accepted that Kirk has all these jobs. Now just randomly horses are going to appear in, in places where they're, they're, they're not usually like the, the foyer of uh, the Dragonfly Inn. Um, yeah. Glenn's hit the road. So everybody – okay, back at Yale, everybody's leaving. Their semester's over. Yep. We got to get our Glenn is gross segment. Yeah. He's dating a girl. He shows Rory her picture. She looks 12. Oh, don't make something gross out of this. She drives. This is just a picture of when she was a kid. Yeah, it's an old picture. (laughs) Yeah. And Rory has to stay because she, like just a handful of people, has a final on Saturday. Right. So everybody's packing up and leaving. Um, I just want to let everybody know I took the hit. And I'm sorry, I didn't. I, I don't usually do this, but Glenn is only in two more episodes. Everybody, so we're gonna be we're gonna be good. This is this isn't gonna go on forever. Hmm. Two more episodes of Glenn. I wonder who the unfunny. Uh, <laughs> you know, okay, it's a funny show. Why does there have to be comic relief in a yeah. funny show? <laughs> like, uh, Yale doesn't need a Kirk. Yale, Yale doesn't need a, a, a weird guy that, is, that says creepy things. It just doesn't work, mm-hmm. man. You just got to mm-hmm. go. So the roommates are all telling each other goodbye. Uh, Tana has a boyfriend, Chester Fleet. He's one that she mentioned to him. Yeah. That he does research or something, or his dad does research. Um, he I lost a this. bet. Yeah, he lost a bet to her, so he has to speak only in cliches for the rest of the day. Yep. 
this. I was like, oh man, is this going to go on all episode? I know it might be annoying to some people, but I was just like, every time we talked, I was like, ah, <laughs> nice. Um, what's her name? Janet. Janet is uh, left Rory a funky monkey in the refrigerator, which is all the liquor poured together. Yeah. Uh, Paris is leaving, and she's feeling awfully, you know. Uh, uh, affectionate towards Janet, and mm-hmm. Janet does not like Paris. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, just because she, Paris is leaving, she suddenly forgot that she doesn't like Janet. But Janet did not forget that she doesn't like Paris. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, so um, Paris wants to set Rory up with Asher's son, <laughs> who's going through a divorce and has children. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> That's but, how uh, old her boyfriend is that he has eh, anyway. Uh oh, Tana made a collage and it shows oh, yeah. everybody with their date and it's obvious that Rory has not had a date this whole year of school. Yeah, like there's there's Rory with a a, a street light. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was obvious they actually made they actually took pictures and had like um, Alexis Bledel like posing with like random objects. <laughs> I, I really wish we could have gotten a close up of that because that that might have been. I think funny. I saw where there uh, there was a picture of her with a streetlight three times in that collage. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, it was like the same picture three times. So that's all we're going to see about Paris because she's Paris is off to London. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> uh, I and yeah, I'm sorry. I I. When I got onto the IMDb, uh, I couldn't help myself. I I just you know I don't re- I don't read about like plots or mm-hmm. this or that. But I you know when things are like bothering me, like Yale, um, I need to know if they're going to continue or mm-hmm. just you know I don't know if Yale's going to continue. I'm assuming yeah, Yale's gonna because continue. just like right, like in Buffy, uh, Sunnydale College. University of Sunnydale? What yeah. was it? Yeah, University it was, of Sunnydale. Like it lasted one season <laughs> and everybody right. hated it. So they went back to living at home. So uh, uh, skip ahead like one minute if you don't want to hear casting spoilers. But I just want to inform everybody uh, Glenn is in two more episodes. Janet is in one more episode. And T- Tana, this is, this is it for Tana. Oh, okay. oh, and uh, also we're never going to see Asher again. <laughs> oh, good. Okay. <laughs> I think that that is more of a, like a much bigger spoiler than anything because that kind of tells you the yeah trajectory of the storyline. Yeah, and I, I I didn't mean to go that deep, but I'm just curious. Mm-hmm. Oh, and while while we're in this, uh, I also found out that uh, Jonathan is definitely going to be showing up a lot of oh. times. Definitely. Because <laughs> I was like, oh, did they just kind of forget about him? Because we didn't touch base with him. You know, the last mm-hmm. time we saw him was at the book uh, signing. But, yep. Oh, no. Doyle will be back. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. You say Doyle and I think Glenn Quinn. You say Jonathan. I think Danny Boyle. Even though Danny Boyle sounds like Doyle. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, uh, Lorelai goes to Mrs. Kim's. To get some door knockers, mm-hmm. and these could have been James Madison's because it's known that he liked big knockers. Raise a glass. <laughs> <laughs> I like uh, that. Mrs. It's a double Mrs. entendre. I've been in yeah. this country for 20 years. I get things. <laughs> yeah. uh, she wants Lorelai to take uh, Lane her mail, but Lorelai refuses because Mrs. Kim needs to see Lane. 
Uh, and the wrapping charge is added to the previously yeah. discounted item. So uh, we we at at Luke's we have a meeting of the She Woman Man Haters Club, uh, especially the one on the left. I mean, it's just one thing. I didn't even write down write them all down. I was just like, yeah, I get it. I'm sure women have to deal with this a lot too. And you know, this is kind of like our do, but it's still kind of right. Like, this is, these Shut are not up. things. These are not things females say. <laughs> But but yeah, uh, what was her name? Uh, is it Carrie? Or is it Carrie, Carrie was saying things like, "Oh, men are only good for two things, and one of them they're not that good at." Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, I, so I mean, I, Luke, I've, I've embraced that. I'm okay with that. You know. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, <laughs> it's it's gross, no matter who says it. Right. Right. Either way, but I guess that is your point, and that's the, I guess that's the point they're trying to. Uh, they're turn, turning the tables on it. Anyway, it's yeah. gross. Uh, Luke is making turkey legs. He doesn't know if he's doing it right there with no instructions. The guy that takes care of the turkey legs, he went into a bar and it was against his uh, parole. It was a parole violation. Mm-hmm. So uh, I guess they're saying that a lot of Renaissance fair workers are like... See, I wouldn't think that they're like carnival workers. Like, you know, the the... Assumption is that carnival workers are like ex-cons. <laughs> so I guess Renaissance yeah. people are too. I wouldn't have assumed that. I don't I don't know, but uh, uh Yeah, exactly. I mean, it, it seems like Renaissance people like these are things that, you know, people uh that have a good job and, you know, can do in their spare time whereas carnival workers are like being hired because they can't get any other jobs so they're slaving away at pulling Ferris wheels around and stuff. I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they have nowhere else to live, but so they live they they travel with the carnival. Right. Um but you know, this is a this is this is Amy Sherman Palladino's world and we're all living in it at this point. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Definitely. So <laughs> Jess comes downstairs and he smirks and leaves. Well, yep. yeah, after Liz Liz is so proud of Jess and she's introducing him to her friends and, and he leaves. He smirks because he's glad that uh Luke has got to endure what is coming next. Yep. So oh, did Jess hire the stripper? I just felt like he knew what was coming. Like, he doesn't have the money to hire a stripper. I think he just saw right through it and was like, all right, yeah, I'm going to get out of here, but it's going to be hilarious to watch through the window and wave at Luke. (laughs) (laughs) You know, this is uh, also uh, the first uh, big uh, musical drop. We got we got Frankie Goes to Hollywood here with a little relax. Um and there's, there's yeah, there's it a was few more. Since, yeah. Since it was a, a Gen Xers wedding, we got a lot of '80s music. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jess goes to Dosi's for some batteries, and mm-hmm. he's in line behind Dean, who is just fuming that yep. Jess is in town. Like Dean, you have a wife. You have a wife. Jess, Dean. Jess should not bother you. Jess's presence should not bother you. Yep. But Dean was buying things for Lindsay, and he has to tell. Like he, like why do you care what Jess thinks about the items you're buying for your wife? I bought them for my wife. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dean, not a, definitely a flawed character. <laughs> um, so uh oh, uh, so we're we're Friday night dinner and Richard is out of town and Emily is playing like jazzy lady music, uh, something probably <laughs> Richard wouldn't want to listen to, but um. Yeah, and Lorelai keeps asking questions about her dad. 
Yeah. Uh, While Emily's so, drilling Rory about boys, and Rory feels like she's like heard enough of this. Yeah, like, why is everybody so obsessed with my with my love life? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and but Lorelai is asking the questions like smugly, like I know the answer. I'm asking anyway, so Emily knows that Lorelai knows what's up. Yeah. Uh. So. Uh, yeah, it's basically like Emily evading and Rory knowing that Lorelai is just trying to goad her into it and she just can't help herself. Yeah, and and Emily says, well, it the de- I don't know what details you want me to give because they're going to involve Floyd, which is the father of your ex-boyfriend. I don't think you want to hear about this. <laughs> yeah. And then Emily is asking Rory about, you know, what time are you going to be finished? So mm-hmm. Emily has a plan for the next day for Rory. <clears throat> and we have Mrs. Kim visiting uh, uh, Oh wait, no uh, No, the aunt comes first Yeah, the aunt comes first And gosh, man, like woman Calm it down, like she's so mean She's just so like short with her And like, oh, it's just gross It's like yeah, one in the family I don't know Yeah, well it's all business It's, you know, Mrs. Kim has these three days available If not, we will try three, three other days And if not, then the uh Invitation is rescinded. And she says, okay, aunt, would you like to come in? No. And she no. leaves. Yeah. <clears throat> also, they're running low on money. Uh, Zach is worried that the doorbell is going to use too much electricity. <laughs> <laughs> we can cut that off. Um, all right. So uh, here we go. This is where I was like, oh, this must be what, what Steph was talking about. Because <laughs> Emily is here to hook um, uh, Rory up with uh, Duncan Kane. <laughs> from Veronica Mars. I'm in you said last week you said, "Oh, it's somebody that we've had on a podcast." And I was Yeah, somebody we've talked to. Yeah, and I was like, "Uh, I, I didn't remember that part. I just remember I was like, "Oh, she I, I think she said something about it being something maybe we talked to talked about on a podcast." So I was like, "Oh, it's it's <laughs> Teddy Kane or Teddy is it Teddy Kane? Teddy 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 Dunn. 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 Uh-huh. Yeah. Teddy Dunn, Duncan Kane. Uh, so anyway, donuts here and, and he really comes off as, as like a nice guy at first. Like he can see how embarrassed she is and kind of helps her out. Like, oh, you got alcohol in your breath, you know? Yes. He's the type that acts one way in front of the parents Mm -hmm. and another way, another way in front of the friends. Right. Uh, and yeah, he invites her out. Oh, and don't you know, he's just this terrible frat guy. (laughs) Polo shirt wearing rich snob kid <laughs> that she would just want to punch in the face. I was like, well, I was thinking, I was like, I had no idea that Rory ends up like dating Duncan from Veronica Mars on this show. Well, like, I had no idea. <laughs> well, do you want me to read you the trivia? Oh, uh, yeah, go ahead. Graham was going to become a love interest for Rory in season five. When Veronica Mars oh. got picked up, Teddy Dunn was no longer available, so the writers recast her new love her new love interest with Redacted. Yeah, please redact. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well. Well, you've already spoiled. She's got a new love interest next season. I see how it is. Um <laughs> All right. So anyway, uh TJ uh just I, I we like TJ's loving these tights. Like he he warms up to them. Uh, oh my god! The he the says, on. "I mean, like it even comes in to his the the vows. 
to Val's time. You know, like he won't shut up about these tights. Well, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a big thing for a guy when he puts on his first pair of tights. I guess so. Especially a man's man like TJ. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I just wrote down some of his lies. Um, uh, you don't have a full-length mirror? You don't like looking at your bottom half? <laughs> yeah, it's like, like, I, I like look down. I like looking at my bottom half. And then he's like, I don't know why you're nervous. I'm the one getting hitched. <laughs> and uh, so Luke is nervous. And then... TJ needs to borrow the deodorant <laughs> and just throws it in the garbage. <sighs> and the other ones are, um, well, Luke is using old polish and TJ advises him that the queer eye guys are against old polish. <laughs> I was wait, I was like, Oh God, he's going to say something really right. Nope. He just watches queer eye and he knows. <laughs> also, uh, Jess says, tells him to put a shirt on. Uh, and he's just like, why am I getting you hot? <laughs> <laughs> so Luke suits up and walks out And there's Lorelai in a pretty dress And uh, they walk over to the wedding together mm-hmm. He tells her she looks beautiful Oh, yeah. flattery will get you everywhere, everywhere yeah. And then yes, Carrie it's on <laughs> Yeah, it's happening It's happening yes. And then Carrie comes over with her heaving bosom mm-hmm. <laughs> And rub, like Throws it in Luke's face. Yeah. Oh, I, I'm flying solo tonight. Lift my ball and chain at home. <laughs> I'll save my I'll save a dance for me. Oh, yeah. Luke doesn't dance, <laughs> and she's not happy to see that he's there with Lorelai. Uh, Lorelai's uh, pulled away. Well, she volunteers away because Liz's dress is ripped, and of course, Lorelai knows how to sew dresses. Mm-hmm. And uh, Liz says it's her first sober wedding. <laughs> And uh, she asks Lorelai if she wants to get married. Lorelai's like, "Well, you're I, you're getting married today. <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't propose on your wedding day." <laughs> um, interesting stuff here, though, uh, because was it they they oh, Jess comes in mm-hmm. and you know he puts the bag there um, because he's I, I I thought he had a bag on him because he was going to get dressed for the wedding, but apparently I think he just had a bag. With him to imply that he is leaving immediately after, mm-hmm. <laughs> because he he just has this like tanned long sleeve shirt on that he's rolled the sleeves up, and it's like I think it's a short sleeve shirt. Is is it? I think so. Uh, it's a short sleeve shirt. I thought it was like a rolled up. Sleeve. But yeah, it's he's not wearing a jacket. Yeah, he's not doing. He's, it's very very. It's the lightest of Renaissance. <laughs> it's it's not yeah, even, it, not even like slacks and a short sleeve shirt. But yeah, he comes in and Liz asks if, if Lorelai knows Jess and, oh yeah, he dated my daughter. Oh, did he break her heart? No, it just didn't work out. You know, just don't discuss yeah, it. Yeah, I love it. I love that Lorelai doesn't take this time to take a dig at Jess, you know, and, you know, it, for, it'd be, and, and this is really like the last kind of interaction those two characters have, but. You know, it's it's kind of nice that, you know, his mom is getting married and she didn't take it take a, take a second to be like, yeah, he was an absolute jerk. <laughs> you know? Well, you can't really do that about mom's <laughs> precious baby. Yeah, yeah. But and, but I love like Liz is just like, oh, I just that's so great to hear. I just want Jess to be a good guy, you know. And uh, you know, she's a uh, she's thinking about you know Luke and TJ, you know. 
And then she says to Lorelai that she's going to make a wife and sister, a great wife and and a great sister-in-law to somebody someday. And it's like, yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then Lorelai spots the book. You deserve love. It's called. I didn't re- realize that's what it was called before. But uh, <laughs> yeah. So the wedding begins, and TJ just comes up, all about the tights. Hey, <laughs> these tights, huh? <laughs> eh? And. Uh, Oh, we see a we see a flower girl, <laughs> you know, and Lorelai is there to heckle with uh, Luke. You know, she needs somebody to say funny comments to, and Rory's not next to her, so uh, she reminds you of someone. Can you say Leslie Van Houten, <laughs> one of the Manson girls? I thought it was Tana at first. She looked a lot like she had, you know, crazy eyes like Tana does. Um, so Liz is wheeled up. And uh, on a carriage, and, and Lorelai's like, Oh, I want one of those. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then we see the reappearance of Troubadour number two, who uh-huh. is back as a singing minister. There's no talk about troubadours or troubadour battles in this one, thankfully. Uh, he is just here to sing in true troubadour fashion, since that is a Renaissance thing, I assume. Troubadour. Um, as a singing minister And uh, and this makes Luke and Lorelai crack up But then when um, TJ and Liz say their very simple vows To each other um, It's really sweet And they this is something that they don't crack up at They're, they're honestly touched Yeah, they're like, oh, that wasn't funny Yeah, oh, what is funny Is <laughs> they're about to do the vows And Liz goes TJ, he goes, huh, like Oh, you startled me because um, my mind had drifted off. (laughs) She says something sweet, and then he says, uh, uh, "There's no pockets because he's wearing tights." One more mention of the tights, and he just says, "I love you." (laughs) Everybody's like, "Aw, it's sweet." Uh, meanwhile, there is horror taking place uh, uh, like a block away at, at Lane's apartment. Mrs. Kim has shown up, and uh, the Zach and Brian are sweet as can be. They have tights on. Tights on. I got tights <laughs> in my brain. Ties on. Mm-hmm. And uh, But she is completely appalled that Lane is living with two boys. I'm really surprised yeah. she doesn't know this. Yeah. I mean, and it wasn't just two boys. It was... That they don't have a refrigerator. They don't have food. The Mm -hmm. window is broken in the bedroom. Yeah. She's just appalled with the whole situation. She, it's like, you know, she's shown up to her first murder scene. (laughs) (laughs) Just like, what happened here? Um, And then, so she finds Lorelai and mentions that I didn't stand in a room with two boys until, well, I never stood in a room with two boys. (laughs) And Lorelai uh, advises her to think of them as two tall, gawky, sometimes unwashed girls that are watching out for your daughter's well-being because they're not like romantic interests of hers. Now they're, he says they're in. They're, she says they're innocent. They're yeah. innocent boys. Yeah. Now if uh, now if Gil was standing there, <laughs> that Mrs. would be a threat. Mrs. Kim might be a little intimidated and slightly aroused. I'm sure. I'm sure it is Sebastian. <laughs> um. So, uh, yeah, Jess is talking to one of the Renaissance. Yeah, here you go. The form, this former convict Renaissance guy about life in prison. And it's kind of like, you know, he's just talking about how it's not like a big deal. You know? It's a good time, you know, get, get, get three squares and yada, yada, yada. Learn some skills. Yeah, yeah. Uh, TJ wants to remarket tights as air pants, the pants that breathe. <laughs> and, uh, 
Oh yeah, so Lorelai tells Luke about the book that she saw, and it's just oh man, it's so bizarre. Those books are idiotic. Mm. And of course, Luke gets super offended, and I was like, no, yeah, no, he's just trying to better himself. Yeah, he can read what he wants to read. Ah, <laughs> uh, so we go to the college bar with Rory, and mm-hmm. another eighties uh, uh, hit drops. We got Big Country singing. In a big country, <laughs> mm. which is just uh, one of those one-hit wonders. It's like, just so you know, the song has got big country in it. Just so you know that if you want to buy this song, it's on a, it's by the people that are called big country. Um, yeah. So, yeah, uh, Duncan. <laughs> I'll just keep. I just keep calling Kit people by their names and other things. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, so Duncan tells Rory to lighten up and tells her that she can ride with this, her, his friend who's like a real, he's like the best drunk driver. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, I would sit, th- sit here and scoff and say, I, you know, like I'm totally appalled by this, but I gotta say, I've uh, had, back I, in the day that <laughs> that's conversations you had. I've who's had the best like drunk this. driver. Who's the best drunk driver. Yep. We had this girl that always hung out in our group and she'd always be the driver because like she just would never be that that shit faced. It was it, it would she'd always be able to bring us from one party she to would the next. Be, she would be the least drunk. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> I definitely I'm I'm so happy to be here today <laughs> because you never know, you know? Oh uh, yeah. And I definitely don't advise that for any of our the dust. listeners. That is yeah. Uh, so Rory needs to call or she needs money. So, but the waitress says, don't go to the ATM at this time of night. It's a few blocks away, but you don't want to go out this time of night. Mm-hmm. So she makes a call to someone. Mm-hmm. And you assume, oh, she's calling our mother. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zach and Brian are playing video games. <laughs> oh, they're going to see whoever loses has to pay the bills. <laughs> and right. uh, Mrs. Kim comes back and she's like, you're going to get cleaned up. This place is going to be clean. You're going to get the window fixed. And you two are girls. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have tea now. <laughs> mm. uh, which is great. I'm like, oh, awesome. You know, um, I mean, she's going to forge this re- new sort of relationship with her daughter her way. And only the way Mrs. Kim could do it. You know, mm-hmm. she couldn't just come over and be like, whatever she's going to, I don't know. She's going to kind of Emily Gilmore, I, I think, you know, and, uh, but I'm glad that, you know, her and Lane are talking again. Um, we go back to the, the wedding and we have our third eighties drop. Kajagugu. Ah, you are. Another one hit wonder. Yep. They should have called their their, their song Kajagugu instead of Too Shy and said mm-hmm. Kajagugu over and over again. Or just named your band Too Shy because mm-hmm. that might have sold more. Luke asked Lorelai to dance. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is a, this is a TV trope that drives mm-hmm. me nuts. When I'm at a dance and I want to dance to my significant other or, you know, if I was single and was like oh, so much pressure, like – I mean, it's it's even worse when you're single and there's so much pressure to like have everything timed perfectly. You don't just kind of walk up to somebody halfway through a song and say, "Want to dance?" and take your time to amble to the dance floor, and then spend the next thirty seconds like swaying back and forth with them, and then the song is over, and then it's a, and then it's a fast song. You don't do that. They do that on TV though because they have to time out scenes perfectly. Mm-hmm. You know, they have to have the conversation while the slow song is going on, and then you know. 
on TV, 30 seconds of dance time is, is enough. You can kind of go to commercial as, as you mm-hmm. see things going. But in real life, no, no, no. Like you request the song maybe even. You, you even prepare that well. Or you, as soon as you hear – like if you're like a music uh, a snob like me, like you hear the first opening bars of something you really like and you really want to have a moment to, you're immediately like running across the dance floor like, hey, you want to dance with me? <laughs> Uh, I, I, I was weird that I'm coming over here, but uh, uh, anyway, you want to go? Just want to kind of. Uh, well, <laughs> dance I thought, with the punch bowl, you know, no big deal. I thought the trope that you were gonna say is how uh, guys don't dance. Oh yeah, yeah, that's another one. But I, I don't know. I think it's more of a. It's not just a TV trope. I think it is. It's a. It's a male thing as well. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, back at that. the back at the bar. Uh, Oh, oh, it's no, no, Dean. No, no, no. Cause... Uh, uh, excuse me. Excuse okay. me. We are We're not, back to the dance. We are not just, you know, skimming past this. This this is a moment here. And uh, uh, I love the fact that, well, first, he, you know, he says he's a compulsive liar because she said, I thought you didn't dance. And then they um, go out to the go out to the dance floor and he's holding her kind of like. Like waltz style, you know, the the classic hand on the side and then the hand up in the air, you mm-hmm. know, kind of swaying back and forth. And I swear, it's like nothing else is going on but that song and those two dancing together. And I, I, I hear in my mind like an 80s TGIF audience going, ooh, <laughs> and like, yay. <laughs> I mean, because it's finally happening. Uh, Luke Eli is happening, or is it Lore Luke? Lore Luke. I like that one. And uh, and and it's and it's nice because they have it kind of again choreographed to the music as it's you know working its way towards the end of the scene because they start off in that kind of you know kind of awkward stilted kind of sway and then they just kind of get closer and closer and then she's got her head on his shoulder and like oh god that feeling oh. That feeling is unbelievable when you're with the person that you really, really like. So, uh, anyway, back to the bar. Okay, to the bar. Dean and Rory are talking, at, and uh, they discover the tab is left open, so they're going <laughs> to treat themselves. Treat yourself. Yeah, Rory is going to gonna order the big sampler appetizer. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded really good. I don't even know, I know. what's on the sampler, but I'm like, oh, yeah, sampler. Mozzarella sticks. <laughs> uh, got some wings on there or something, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Lorelai and Luke are walking back to her house, and she's talking about her favorite parts of the night. <laughs> TJ apparently threw his tights. <laughs> and... But she says, oh, the dance was her favorite part. Yes. And then Luke, because he asks her to the movies the next week. Yeah. But, it, but it's kind of weird because she doesn't, I mean, she still, she doesn't know what's going on. Are we on a date? Are we friends? Oh, she's, what she's is happening here? She's been for like four years now. I mean, this is totally, un, this is totally expected. She needs it like engraved in stone and bashed across her head. Luke likes you. <laughs> Dumb, dumb. Uh, <laughs> yeah. If Luke tolerates your silliness, you know he likes you. <laughs> <laughs> there is a bit of strangeness here, I thought, because they've already done a movie night, you know? But then he suggests it, and she's like, I didn't know you liked movies or something. And he's, he's like, I can be a movie guy. It's like, didn't we? You guys have already had this conversation. Yeah, we pretend, we have to pretend like that really didn't happen. Yeah. Or or maybe write it differently. <laughs> 
Like, oh, yeah. you want to do that again? Uh, but yeah, she's she's left with her jaw open. That that was that that was funny. And Luke just kind of like I don't know. I, he must feel like I don't know. The, the eye of the tiger is playing, or we are the champions, or something is going on in his head. Or it's just he's, as he walks off, and it's like it's like the perfect the perfect night, you know. Um, mm-hmm. So. Anyway, I'm starting up my uh, uh, Laura Luke's uh, Shippers uh, Tumblr page. It's going to be all <laughs> gifts of stuff, just looks back and forth. Um, <laughs> anyway, I'll, I'll, I'll post a link uh, sometime. <laughs> okay. Okay. 2008. <laughs> I don't know. My, my kid's still on Tumblr. She, I don't know. Now she's starting to talk about Twitter. Oh. Mm-hmm. Don't let her. It's infected. It's terrible. I don't. I don't see it. That I don't have that problem. All the sane people are on Twitter, and all the crazy people are on Facebook. Oh, anyway, it's even worse on Facebook. But yeah. All right. So back at Luke's apartment, Jess is thanking Luke. Oh, He's supposed so to nice. pay him back. I know it's such a different. You know, we're so used to the the fireworks between Luke and Jess, and he's gonna pay him back for what he owes him. And yeah, but, oh, you, you don't know, have these to pay are anything. these are two man, man, manly men, and mm-hmm. you know, again, this is Amy Sherman Palladino's world that have never been in touch with their feelings, mm-hmm. and now are learning for the first time how to be nice to one another and be caring and empathetic. And deal with their emotions. And deal with their emotions. So this is this is progress. Mm-hmm. And we, I love the, I love Luke's. Like I'm here, Jess. I'm always here. You know, it's like, oh, you're such yeah. a dad. Yeah, they're like quoting the book to each other. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And they hug. Yeah, handshake leads to a hug. And yeah. uh aw. and then when he says that, then Jess is like, "Tonight workout," and Luke says, "Tonight was perfect." So good stuff. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So now Dean is bringing Rory home to her dorm. Mm. They're talking about how big the the. Oh, we're the last two people left here. Mm. Nobody's were you... around to catch us in sin. I know. Were you were you getting a little nervous? <laughs> I was very much. Yes. I know. Like, where does your wife think you are, Dean? Mm-hmm. Where should you be, Dean? She thinks I'm out. Mm-hmm. And then. And just... then Jess shows up. Yep. What are you doing here? <laughs> uh, she makes Dean leave uh, so she can talk to Jess to make Jess leave. Dean's having like uh, it's it's like a, a deja vu moment or something, you know. It's just like this recurring nightmare of like, but you know, the problem is he's not remembering that he's actually married and he should not be <laughs> mm-hmm. in this predicament in the first place. Um. <clears throat> so yeah, Jess. Like offers the whole thing, like come away, run away with me. You're packed, we'll you're ready. Let's go, and uh, we can start anew together. And uh, but then he drops the "Don't say no if you want me to." Don't say no if you want me to stop talking. Only say no if you don't want to be with me. And Rory drops a "No," mm. <laughs> which is like, oh. Um, yeah, but before that, he he said, "I know you couldn't count on me, but you can count on me now." Yeah, yeah. like it's different now. It's different I'm different. Now. Yeah, Ugh. this happens, you know. Somebody convinces themselves that, like, I've worked on myself, so I deserve this. Mm. Uh, it doesn't work that way, unfortunately. So yeah, that's the uh, that's the penultimate episode. Shall we move on to the season finale? 
Yes. Raincoats and recipes. Okay, it's 3 a.m. Rory is wired <laughs> because she's still on her cram schedule from Yale. She's doing laundry. She says 3 a.m. is the best time to do laundry at Yale. Nobody's up. She yep. wants to make mac and cheese, which sounds delicious. Well, right she now, drains I'm it. Did you see? Did you know she drains it and then she pours the, the drained macaroni into the pot just a little too soon? It seemed a little wet. Well, did you see how Teddy <laughs> Dunn... Uh, taped those boxes. I'm the best box taper in the world. I didn't notice that. It It doesn't matter. Okay. We're not supposed to look that close. Uh, (laughs) you know, she's gonna, uh, she's got to write a resume. She wants to get a summer job because she's not going to swap cards in the cafeteria next year. Mm -hmm. And, uh, Lorelai locks her in her bedroom. She's good. It's great to have you home, hon. (laughs) Yeah, and by the way, there's a chair like right there that seems to be sitting there out of place. And obviously in TV land, it's just because they needed to have it there for um, – uh, what's her name? The person that plays Lorelai Gilmore. What's wrong with me? <laughs> Lauren Graham to grab uh-huh. and put there. Uh, you know, But in Gilmore Girls world, there's a chair there that's out of place. <laughs> Maybe she's done um, this before. Maybe the chair. That's that's. They don't have to have ter- chairs at the table. They don't eat there. <laughs> that's the Rory shut up chair. <laughs> uh, maybe there's one outside Lorelai's room too. You know, they 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 have like veto power on each other. <laughs> like, no, you stay in your room. All right, so we're getting a test run at the inn, and Michelle has booked rooms for his dogs because they are cleaner and quieter. Than Rory <laughs> The rooms uh, don't have doors Yes uh, Lulu is back What <laughs> um, Also Kirk is now Lumberjack guy or brawny man <laughs> And he's bringing wood in He's like stacked so much wood into the fireplace uh, And uh, And he's asked about dogs somehow But he has a quote here he's like Dogs urinate on wood I hate dogs And I wrote, this must be the Kirk clone that hates dogs. Because the last (laughs) time I saw Kirk with dogs, he loved them. Maybe it's just this guy, this this Kirk clone likes, you know, I'm I'm back on my Kirk clone theory, okay? I understand. Maybe Lorelai thinks there are, there's one Kirk and he has 43 jobs. But could it be that this is Woodman Kirk? (laughs) And Woodman Kirk knows that dogs pee on wood. And um, so, therefore, he does. This one doesn't like dogs. Yeah, he's suddenly an expert at yeah. wood. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh! She wants to invite Lulu and Kirk, and they're going to take the dogs' room because I, I couldn't figure out who right. who was supposed to take the dogs' room. Right. Uh, Suki has hired too many people. She needs to to find two weak employees to fire, but they're all doing great. And there's one that's walking around that I was like, I know him from somewhere. He uh, looks so familiar. He looks so familiar, but I didn't recognize him at this point, so we'll just wait. Okay. <laughs> uh, and then we uh, Luke's, out- Yeah, she starts talking about Luke's room. Well, that's Luke's room, but it, it was – I invited him before anything happened. Before, before, <laughs> well, what happened? What, what happened? Uh, Lorelai hugs Suki because she congratulates her on her anniversary. <laughs> this Suki is a forgot great, it was her anniversary. This is a great Suki <laughs> moment. Just this hug, like, oh, it's your wedding anniversary, and then she lets go. And, and Suki just kind of stares at her blankly for like two seconds, like a like a nice beat, and then runs out the door. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Uh, Rory wakes up surrounded by folded laundry and a post-it note stuck to her head. 
So I guess Lorelai must have came in there th- that morning while she slept, slept in and folded laundry around her. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, ooh. Uh, I don't want to keep saying Amy Sherman Palladino's world. Like, we have to mm-hmm. find a better name for that. I, I don't know. We'll have to figure it out. In the Gilmore Girls universe. Yeah, yeah, but this, you know, like, there's some things that, like, she, there's commentary through the writing about things mm-hmm. that are coming from Amy Sherman Palladino herself. Like about how uh, teenage boys don't watch television anymore, they play video games? Yeah, and lateral move. <laughs> like, excuse me? <laughs> uh, also, Duncan was James Spader in Pretty in Pink. Oh, you could have just stopped with James Spader. <laughs> Ouch. Um, no, he didn't have that much chemistry. Uh, chemistry. He didn't have that much uh, charisma. Right. <laughs> yeah. Teddy Dunn does not have James Spader no. eyes. Te- Teddy Dunn is not acting anymore, and it's apparent why oh. he doesn't. He don't have it. Hey, man, he's he's probably making more money than us. You know what was it that he did? He's a lawyer now. Oh well, good for him. Yeah. Uh, so Lane thinks that Jess's move was romantic. Uh, oh, yeah. And Rory leaves out the part about Dean being there. Yeah. And, but Rory does say that she doesn't trust, uh, Jess, which makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. She said, uh, if I would have packed my bags, he would have changed his mind by the time we got to the car. Yep. Yep. And Dean was so safe. Yeah, he was always there for her, and Rory really blew it. And she didn't appreciate what she had with Dean when when she had him. Mm-hmm. Oh, and it's like I'm like, oh god, this is this is headed somewhere. I know it. <laughs> yeah, it's heading for there heartache. Was, there was chemistry before I could tell, and now it's we are we are on a downward slide here. Um, speaking of downward slides, we have the troubadour showing back up. <laughs> and okay, this isn't. My least favorite of his moments, like mm-hmm. I warmed up to him the last time. I was like, okay, mm-hmm. you know, the living, I think the living art thing, I'm, I liked him a little bit more in, uh-huh. um, where he's actually a character. But now we just have him singing this like sad song, and Rory walks by him and just kind of like nods to him or whatever. And mm-hmm. definitely not as bad of a moment as two people are talking at night in the park. <laughs> And three feet away, the troubadour starts playing songs. <laughs> like, that's creepy. Uh, so, to me, I'm like, okay, so he's adding a little bit of flavor to this town. But this is Stars Hollow. Like, wouldn't it be funnier if he was, like, singing a funny song? Like, wouldn't it be just more appropriate than just this kind of sad song, you know, every time you see him? It's just so not Stars Hollow. I I understand Troubadour and Star Solo go hand in hand to Gilmore Girls, Gilmore Girls fans, but I just think, I don't know. What if it was Jack Johnson? <laughs> <laughs> or, I don't know, just somebody with a little more, uh, I don't know, like, maybe Beck, but I don't know. Beck might be a little bit too weird. Just kind of, kind of like a funny person with a guitar. I mean, Jack Black would be too much, you know? <laughs> uh but I don't know. Just saying. Yeah. Well, it's why well, can't. Yeah. It's like ha ha ha. I'm a fan of this guy, so obviously you know who he is. To, it's like when uh, what's her name? Phyllis Hold Miller. on. Uh, no. Um, uh, Marky Post. 
the show girls. Uh, Elizabeth Berkeley. No, the show girls. Oh, Lena Dunham. <laughs> Lena Dunham. Lena Dunham. That's good word goes, association there. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, Lena Dunham goes to HBO, and they're like, "Oh, we loved your movie Tiny Furniture. Did you see the movie Tiny Furniture? No. We want. We love that movie. We want you to make a show like just like that. We want to work with you so bad. This is what America wants to see. Uh-huh. Nobody saw that movie. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> just because they saw those executives at HBO saw it doesn't mean that that's what America wants. Where so are you going with this is it, my the girls story, ended my up being point, a big hit, right? It did, but a lot of people hated it. A lot of people complained about it. A lot of people made fun of it. Hmm. And so this troubadour is like that. Like Amy Sherman Palladino is like, I'm a big fan of him. Huh? Aren't yeah, you? yeah. There's don't one you, song that he sang his, that was great. Thing. Mm-hmm. On the show, but that was it. That was it. Other than that, I'm like, oh, this is like, I don't know. Just be be funny. Like, what? Why am I? Why is he like singing? Bro- like, I'd be like, wind it down, pal. Like, you're outside a candy shop. Like, get a little life, buddy. Uh, anyway, <laughs> Laura. He does. He doesn't fit the mood of the show. The tone no. of the show. Yeah. Something, so, somebody singing stupid like I don't know like wouldn't it be funny if Kirk was like singing dumb songs and trying to piece rhymes together and you know it was kind of funny I don't know or just somebody was playing music rather than singing a, singing an actual song I don't know okay we've wasted a lot of time with that uh- <laughs> what if he was trying out different genres of music and was like oh what kind of music is he going to play this time you know uh huh well, so he's playing disco again. <laughs> Okay, so Rory is freaking troubadour stuff. That's just what I'm saying. (laughs) Go ahead. Okay, so Rory goes into Luke's, and Lorelai takes her outside because she wants to talk about Luke outside. And she's like, "Oh, we danced. We danced this waltz. Then he asked me out for a." Uh, uh, to the to a movie, and I don't know if we're date. I think we're dating. Are we dating? I don't know. Hmm. And Rory wisely tells her, even though you know she's good with the advice here, but uh, like you can't just date Luke. The town is gonna know, and like when you're with Luke, you're with Luke. Like it's like yeah, yeah Rory, you're taking a big chance, Rory. What what what? what and meanwhile, like in a in a moment, she like waves to Dean, and he doesn't wave back, and it's like yeah, Rory. What what are you doing? Like obviously you're going to cause a stir yourself and it's not just going to be oh we can't go have eggs at Luke's. Uh, it's going to be I'm going to wreck a marriage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, I love I love Lorelai uh the Pratt fall with the table. That was oh really god, funny. that's cracked me up. Not the funniest of this episode. <laughs> Second funniest. Friday dinner. Sorry, I had to let the cat out. <clears throat> because she came in mm-hmm. and then decided she didn't want to be in here. As cats do. <laughs> All right. Where are we? Gilmore dinner. We are we are here and Emily and Richard are like Emily is openly being vicious to Richard, but they're still pretending like they're together. Um but Emily is all ready to do a vacation in Europe and wants to bring Rory with her. There's no mention of Richard going on this vacation. Mm. Uh, <laughs> But uh, so we, I did, I did wonder if we were going to have, um, much like other season finales, it's like, oh gosh, what, like the, what was it? The season before the, you know, the college started, which was like, what are, are Lorelai and Rory going to run off 
and hitchhike across Europe together or, you know, are they going to buckle down or whatever? Um, I was wondering, since the beginning of the episode, was Rory, like, making all sorts of plans on what to do during the summer and, you know, making money and doesn't want to, you know, work in the cafeteria or something like that? Like, is she going to be thinking, like, do I do I stay and be responsible or do I run off with my grandmother uh, to Europe? Um, but, yeah. You were thinking that was going to be more of a plot point than it wasn't. Yeah, exactly. Not the most important one, obviously, mm-hmm. <laughs> in, in court with, with Rory, but, you know, a, a plot point. Like, for instance, are we going to come back uh, – Are we? Or I'll just say it here because everybody's seen the episode. Are we going to come back in season five and Rory is going to be now in Europe for three months because of what happened and how, like, she doesn't want to face what happened with Dean? I bet that's what's mm-hmm. going to happen. Probably so. Probably so. Uh, Lorelai invites Richard and Emily to go to the test run. And Richard thinks it's a very good idea that she do, you know, the the business do this. And uh, she says this other than Rory being born, this is like the biggest thing to happen to me. So they can't say no. They have to go. I literally wrote down it's a parent trap. And then Rory (laughs) Rory and her step out and Rory says, look who died and made you Haley Mills. (laughs) Like, thank you for not saying Lindsay Lohan. Uh, oh, Luke comes in. No, Kirk comes into Luke's uh, diner and takes him upstairs to his apartment. Oh, I imagined your apartment would be bigger. And uh, like, Kirk is like serious. Like he means business. Yeah. And what did it? And you think it's gonna be? Oh, Lulu and I are gonna spend the night together for the first time, and we've never had sex, and I need your help. And Yada yada yada, but no, it's not. It's completely different. Yeah, yeah, they have lots and lots of sex. It's <laughs> no problem talking about it. Uh, but he has night terrors. I swear we heard this before that Kirk has mentioned he's had he has night terrors. Probably. Um, like just offhandedly. Um, but it says he says it always ends up with him on the roof naked. And now, uh, he said, "Well, the last one, he, he you know, he would always wake up in a panic. Last one, uh, he dreamt that an assassin was in his house. He locked <laughs> his pillow, his pillow in the bathroom because it was a bomb. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, and I, he always ends up with me on the roof, completely naked, or running down the street, completely naked. That's right. And so he he thinks he loves her, but he doesn't want to assault her before he tells her he loves her for the first time." Yeah, so uh, Luke's going to get a room next to Kirk. Kirk has arranged this. And he is to come in and pull him off of Lulu if Luke hears screaming or Russian. Russian. (laughs) But pull him off if he thinks that he needs to pull him off. But don't pull him off if he doesn't think, you know, in other words, (laughs) if he's not having a terror, a night terror. Like, what are you asking, Kirk? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and then don't touch my bottom or I'll think you have a machete. Don't ever say the word bottom to me again. <laughs> uh, so it's the day of the inn opening and the inn is very open because there are no doors. Uh, luckily, the, Tom is on the on the on, on the uh, walkie talkie. He's on the uh-huh. wall and um, he's the doors are coming. And Lorelai says that he lo- she loves Tom like a two dollar whore. Yeah, he says, great. great, I'll tell the wife. <laughs> yeah. uh, that sounds great. Um, <clears throat> and we get a nice pan out, and the place looks great. It's even got a little circular driveway. Mm-hmm. Um, flowers, the place is painted. It just looks awesome. 
And Babette says, oh, the babies that will be conceived on this property. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And Taylor says that uh, to warn guests if they have white pants, that the the ride up, you know, you can get dust all over them. Mm -hmm. And then he warns the... uh, Staff, you know, to be careful of his luggage because as it contains breakables. Like, he's just, oh, God, why did you invite Taylor? Like, you, he's just the worst. Yeah, you but yet, that he would. Yet he is, he is the per like, you don't want everybody being super flattering. And- yeah, like Miss Patty and Babette would be. They would not say yeah. a bad word. But Taylor will be honest. Yeah. To the extreme. Or just be, like, you, oh, you. You know, working in any sort of customer service, food service, whatever, um, you have to deal with – like this is like the worst case – Taylor is the, the worst case scenario being thrown at them. <laughs> mm-hmm. So uh, so Rory goes to find Dean and uh, asks him why he's asking, acting so mad and Dean has this thing where he's, I thought you were back with him. Oh, why would it bother you so much? Uh, I just, I don't like him, I, but I don't want you with him. And, and they get closer and closer and closer. And then Tom interrupts um, by calling Dean's name. But oh, I was like, oh, thank God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That'll be it. Uh, so. Um, <clears throat> Lorelai is checking people in and she's telling them to follow their door. Because as they go to their room, uh, Tom's guys are going to put their doors up. Right. Follow your door. Uh, yeah, we already talked about Miss Patty and Taylor, but like t- Taylor brought his own comment cards. That's how mm-hmm. prepared he is. Uh, but the parents arrive, and they have a ton of luggage. And Richard is it's, tired from that 20-minute drive. Yes. It's Lorelai's fault because she didn't tell him what to wear, what, what to be prepared for. <laughs> That's right. And you have to. they're going to room 12. Room 12 has its own entrance. So, you know, that's where they can go. And I was like, I was thinking like, oh, this is perfect for them because they can go and unpack and play nice. And then one of them can just leave later, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. uh, and nobody would be the wiser. But um, and then Luke shows up with flowers. Oh, and Lorelai is so flustered. She runs into his door, which is my favorite <laughs> prep all of the episode. <laughs> like the sound on that. It was just perfect. It was and like her act. Oh, so good. Uh, and then she's like, ah, it's a bit. We're going to be the comedy in. <laughs> uh, and also, this is uh, the door is lucky number seven. Mm. Yep. At dinner, uh, Suki gave the Mushroom Band a CCR <laughs> T-shirt for his anniversary. Continuity, uh, and it's good that she pulled that off. You know, I thought she yeah. was she was going to be uh, busted, but uh, she somehow found a CCR t- shirt. Uh, Probably one of those little. Shops in Stars Hollow, those like very niche shops yeah. that they have. Why is this? Why is this shirt cat sized? I don't. I don't understand. <laughs> uh, Tom's a suit guy. Tom, yeah. What'd you think? Uh, and uh, Miss Patty and Babette are wearing robes, and Luke is traumatized because the <laughs> robe slipped on uh, uh, Babette. <laughs> and Lorelai is running around and making sure everybody's good and then turns around and runs right into Graham Norris. Uh, Graham Norris uh, is the waiter. Uh, for folks that don't know, Graham Derek. Norris plays Derek, yes, and is, you know, was one of the executive producers of iZombie, uh, something we covered for many years. Uh, and like uh, uh, Steph said, uh, uh, he's been on our podcast <laughs> like a couple times. <laughs> 
And uh, I think both those times, though, it was just me and him, right? He he wasn't on with you, right? I thought I talked to him, but you know, I may not have. <laughs> you might have listened to the interview and thought you talked to him. I just listened to it. He was on yeah. twice. He was on for the episodes uh, Eat, Pray, Live and uh, My Really Fair Lady. Maybe. I, I, I think I did like one-on-ones with him, but maybe it was just one of them. Um, but, uh, yeah, if you want to go back and listen to, uh, us talk to him and not mention anything about Gilmore Girls, <laughs> uh, check that. He's also, uh, now one of the executive producers of, uh, New Amsterdam, which is I be- like one of my wife's favorite shows. I, I don't mm, it, Cool. I would hate it because it's a medical show, but I hear people like it. <laughs> yeah. 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 And I'm very happy for him. You know, um, there's, there are other writers that have gone on to other shows and, uh, and, uh, you know, they don't, they didn't turn out very well. Um, but, um, I'm, I'm glad that Graham's got a hit. Um, so anyway, friend of the pod, uh, Derek, uh, <laughs> had to get one in, uh, is, has, is waiting on Taylor and then after he gets done waiting on him, Suki asks Taylor for his criticism, and Taylor likes him. <laughs> yeah, he's an excellent waiter. Yeah, yeah. So uh, oh, I hope there's more Graham Norris in our future. I don't think so. Oh, spoiler alert. I already looked it up. He is. Uh, <laughs> I can look up casting, right? It's okay. I mean, they're your rules. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not keeping you from doing I just, anything. I love, being the, I love being the newbie, but sometimes I just can't help myself. I know. Uh, Even though Netflix constantly wants to w- show me uh, the Gilmore Girls uh, Year in the Life special, uh-huh. like, every single time something ends, it's like, hey, you've been watching a lot of Gilmore Girls. Why don't you skip to the very end and watch <laughs> this? <laughs> Why would I want to do that, dummy? Uh, Lorelai does not have – she has no reason for salad in her life, but that's – Salad was wonderful. <laughs> and uh, Suki says, What happened to the disenfranchised youth of America? Uh, but yeah, then she leaves the kitchen and we have an unexpected guest. Oh, what are you doing here? Ah, and you know, honestly, at first sight, I really did feel bad how quickly I'd forgotten about him. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Jason. J- Jason? Jason. Uh, and, oh, I was like, why is he back? Yeah. We have no, you know, it's, it's, well, a, we've they had, had closures. Yeah. Well, he doesn't think they actually broke up. He thinks that they just had a cooling off period. And luckily this is like a couple episodes later, whereas he didn't pull like a Max Medina and show up like halfway through another season that he wasn't a part of like, oh, hi, hey, I'm a character again here. And uh, we still have things to resolve because, you know, you ran away and never called me um, right before we got married. So, and you know, we're as an audience probably wanted to wrap that story up. Good for Gilmore girls to wrap up this story. <laughs> oh, by the way, uh, have you ever watched the show difficult people? Yes. Have you seen all of them or no, I've seen a few and I could have been on it. What? <laughs> Because you're a difficult person, we all know? No, because I was walking up the street in New York, and I saw a sign. It said, if you walk past this this oh, uh, nice. sign, then you agree to be filmed for the show Difficult People. I was like, oh, yes! I'm so excited. This I didn't know how this. I this always is literally wondered Billy how on the street. I was like, I don't know. I didn't know how any of this worked. Uh-huh. You know, like, what are those people? What, how are they acting so naturally? Because they're just walking. <laughs> Uh, I know, right? So I stopped and looked around. 
to see if I was going to be on camera. There was nobody. <laughs> yeah, but they could have been filming inside a restaurant or something, pointing at the windows. You know, could have been something like that. That's true, but yeah, I didn't see anybody like um, that looked like a film crew or. So anyway, yes, I could have been on Difficult People, but I wasn't. Wh- what? What about? Well, it? I was watching an episode today. It was really funny. There was a plot where uh, Billy ends up having to stay with Julie's mom, who's played by the lovely Andrea Martin, um, <clears throat> and uh, he's like laying in um, Julie's old bedroom, like a teenage bedroom, basically. And Andrea, you know, his, her, her mother comes in and. And, and talks to him and stuff and uh, gives him like all sorts of advice and stuff. And he's like, he's like, oh, my God, I feel like a Gilmore girl. <laughs> <laughs> so. OK, so Jason wants to rent a room. There oh, are yeah, no Jason's rooms. still here. Oh, we tried she to talk. He to, didn't go away. <laughs> yeah, she wants him to leave. He won't go. He's just going to sit there. And oh, a book on Connecticut. I've been looking for one of these. Dick and move. such a dick move. Yeah. Uh, and so Lorelai is running around trying to make everything run smooth, and he is just there messing things up. Yeah. They have locked all the staff in the kitchen with Michelle, and six have quit. <laughs> so it backfired. So they're going to have to start hiring again. Well, not Derek, because Derek will be back. He will. He will. Oh, okay. I don't know in this capacity, but. He definitely is going to be back a couple more times. Um, <clears throat> so Kirk is making his way to bed loudly and lets, Kirk, lets Luke know. And I love Babette's like, uh, I think Kirk wants you to go to bed with him. Uh, he wants you to go upstairs and make love to him. <laughs> oh, that's what she said. <laughs> and awkwardly, Lorelai pulls Rory aside and she's like, listen, for plot... I need you to. Yeah. <laughs> I need you to go to the house and get CDs in case somebody wants to listen to something in their rooms. Like I immediately was like, "That's not a thing." Uh, <laughs> and you obviously need Rory to go back to the house because, oh god, she's going to have a thing with Dean. Uh, <laughs> it, very weak sauce. It, it, yeah, I wasn't a fan. <laughs> also, playing the games after dinner. Isn't that what you do at a bed and breakfast? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It seems like group activities that you do at a bed and breakfast. I don't know. Never also been to for one. Continuity. They should have had the horse wander through. Chekhov's <laughs> uh, horse. Chekhov's horse. Yeah. So Luke watches. You see, I love that scene where Lorelai's trying to humor Jason and brings him food and he's talking to him. And you see Luke in the background watching. Yes, that was great. And then Babette fills Luke in. And I was like, wow, Luke, like, didn't know any of this. No, because Lorelai, you know, would hush up when he would come around. Yeah, I forgot. Oh, yeah. The the relationship really was a secret. (laughs) Yeah, nobody knew. Nobody knew. Except Babette and Miss Patty, which so most of Star Solo. Yeah, Miss Patty knows everything because of uh, the phone. Her phone line is close to the power lines. Location, location, location. <laughs> uh, Emily comes in. She's mad because she's going to have to spend forty-eight hours alone with Richard and Lorelai. Knew and Lorelai's. Know and you know what I know. Yeah, and Lorelai. It was Blake Edwards' night at the Dragonfly. <laughs> nice. Um, Okay, so, yes, Dean knocks on the door. Wait, 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 wait. There's a thing here that happens that I was like, why why wasn't there more here? Emily sees Jason, Mm -hmm. and then Richard comes in and just is like, we're leaving. 
Mm-hmm. And and so I was like I was waiting for some like some sort of something between Jason and and Richard or Jason and Emily. Um mm-hmm. you know, since he was a main character of the season according to the title credits. Mm-hmm. But no. It, and there's lawsuits and yeah. hurt feelings and stealing of yeah. clients and Who all cares? that good stuff. And, I mean, honestly, I don't care, but the show cared. So I was like, oh, are they going to wrap this up? No, they didn't. <laughs> yeah. So Jason has to have their room because they're leaving. <laughs> and Lorelai just rolls her ass. Mm-hmm. So Rory was sent back to the house for music, for CDs. But, you know, she had to look, hang out and listen to a few. <laughs> Yeah, because put satellite of love on. Yeah, yeah. Satellite of love. Oh, yeah. Really setting the mood. Um, and yeah, Dean shows, and it's just, they, they get into her bedroom, and it's just, it, 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 like, it just starts talking about how you can't make it work with Lindsay, and we're not happy. It was a mistake, and it's over, and, you know, things happen for a reason. This is going to be great because, you know, he's going to be happy again. It's, it's, it, and, it, Really, it's it's Rory that he's at, you know, and and you know, Rory kind of says something like, "I, I can't believe, uh, I can't that we're, I can't believe we're yada yada yada." I don't know. And then Dean just like lays one on her, and then they lay down on the bed, and I'm like, "Oh, yeah, dang." Um. So for those who didn't see the episode, it is this huge skin of Maxine. I was like, really, kind of like blown away. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> But enough about Kirk and Lulu. Uh, we go back to Luke and Jason. <laughs> uh, yeah, Luke decides to introduce himself, and they talk. And Jason is um, obli- apparently oblivious. Like um, he knows about Luke, but I don't, I don't think he feels like threatened at all. Yeah, um, and then he continues to tell Luke that oh, him and Lorelai are together. Mm. They're like right. We're we're like. Dating and everything's good. Yeah, it's just a rough patch we're going through. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Jason goes off to the bathroom, and uh, last uh, IMDb fact: <laughs> Jason never comes back from that bathroom. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's I, it. I think he comes back in the special, but uh, as for the show itself, I think he's gone for good. Okay, good. Okay. Yeah, so, so Luke, Luke is mad at Lorelai. You know, you knew what I was doing. You made me look like an idiot. Yeah. He's like, I was I was letting my actions speak. Right, right. What do you think? He's all, he's right here, right? I mean... Well, first of all, Lorelai can't help that Jason showed up. Right, yeah. And they're not dating. They're broke. He, she broke up with him because he, are you still suing my father? Well, if you're suing my father, then we can't be together. Right. Right. So, yeah. And so, well, yeah, she, he's definitely, misunderstanding. He, he's, yeah, he's not right. He doesn't, he's not right in what he's understanding of the situation, but I think he's right in like saying like, like Lorelai should get this by now. <laughs> I'm not a mysterious man. <laughs> uh, um, and uh, and he's really uh, yeah he's been clear on his attention intentions uh, you know the whole wedding the flowers and all that and um, but Lorelai is saying like no wait I'm not taken and then Luke lets it slip I did everything exactly what the book says <laughs> <laughs> um, and he's never bought anybody flowers before and there was a definite moment when he, when I walked you home 
And then they're in the doorway of the Dragonfly Inn. Perfect romantic spot right there, framed. And uh, and then she says, what are you doing? And he says, we used to stand still. <laughs> and he leans in and kisses her. And then it, it stops. And then, then she advances on him. And he says, what are you doing? And she says, will you just stand still? And there's more kissing. And it's amazing. And then Kirk runs by naked. <laughs> And Luke has to chase him down. Yep, yep. Uh, God, so good, so good. Uh, well, see, I don't like. I didn't like that. Really? I didn't. I didn't like the lines. I mean, like, will you just stand still? That's good. But then she has to do it also. Like, why did she have to do it? That would seem for. I think that seems no, fake. I think. Well, yeah, yeah. It's definitely. It's definitely written. You know. Um. But I think it is kind of a, um, I don't know, like it's definitely a a trope, like the the taming of the shrew, you know? And I don't think they wanted Luke to just be the shrew tamer. Like Luke is a bit of a shrew himself. Uh, So I think they wanted them on even ground. Like they're both Mm -hmm. like unsure of each other, but also, you know. They both kind of played. Yeah, they have to team each other almost. (laughs) Yeah, they both kind of played hard to get, or not really hard to get, but they oblivious to get. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So it worked for me. I I I was I was a little like when when you know Lorelai was standing there babbling, and he's like, "Will you just stand still?" and then lays one on her, and I was like, "What is this? Like Rhett Butler here?" Like, (laughs) uh, but then. Like he does it right back. She does it right back to him. So I was like, oh, that's, that's, that's perfect. I love that. It's kind of like gives them both the power. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. And then Lorelai <laughs> runs home. Lorelai, I don't give a damn. <laughs> Sweet All right. Sorry. <laughs> Lorelai goes home and she's babbling, running through the house. Yeah. You know, you should have been there, Rory. Kirk running naked. This happened. That happened. I can't believe that I forgot to take band-aids. And so, yes, she came home for Band-Aids. More Band-Aids. And, yes. And Rory and Dean come out of her bedroom. And Rory's like, oh, Dean came over to borrow something. (laughs) I love it. She says, what did you borrow? And I wrote down her virginity. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that. And it kind of, I don't know, kind of dirty. I don't know. Maybe in a TV way, when she looks in and you see the rumpled sheets, you know, and it's just like, you just know what happened there. Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) Um, Aren't you glad it happened with someone that's that's good and is good to me or loves me or something? And just Lorelai having to, it's so sad, Lorelai having to talk to her about like, no. (laughs) Yeah, she was so disappointed in her. Yeah. You're not this girl. You're not the other woman. And then Rory throwing it back into her face about her having that brief fling with Chris before he found out that Sherry was pregnant. And, uh, And then just Rory going into this. He was my boyfriend first. I hate you for ruining this for me. And uh, I don't know. I've heard like rumblings on the internet of people like really souring on Rory Gilmore. Um, And I, you know, didn't really understand it uh, for a long time because Rory is sweet and everybody loves Rory. Um, But I I think, I wonder if this is like the tipping point for some of those people that did hate her. Like this is where they were like, I really hate this character. (laughs) 
for me, I, I just think she's young and she's naive and she, she just really wanted a thing and didn't think. And, uh, you know, I don't, she just got out of high school and she just got into her first year of college and so did Dean and, uh, and like it, a marriage doesn't seem like reality to her. I'm sure, you know, um, Mm -hmm. not that I'm making excuses. I think what she did was awful and, but you know, it's not all her (laughs) Dean Mm -hmm. did a pretty awful thing himself. Um, I mean, that's the thing about cheaters. It's like, you know, once you, when a cheat, like a, a person cheats and then is with you, like, are you just going to be worried about him? Like what's Rory, is Rory going to trust him after if, if they end up being together, if they end up getting married, how could she, how could he, she could ever, how could she ever trust him without like deluding herself? Like, no, no, no. We're the ones that are meant to be, we're the ones in love. Yeah. That's what she thinks. She, she's yeah. like, no, we're supposed to be together. Yeah. Lindsay just doesn't, she's not supposed to be in this picture, but yeah, I think me and you both, have said before that stories about infidelity really bother us. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. Yeah, it yeah. really, but I mean, I just think that Rory is this perfect character. You know, she's just, she says this perfect, she's just, she's just a perfect character. She never does anything wrong. And, uh, to the point where she was so, such a passive character. And then finally they, they made her wrote her with her own, um, you know, objectives and mm-hmm. uh, 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 willfulness or whatever. And then now she has, she's done something really reprehensible, but yeah, she's young. She's stupid. She yeah. does, you do, th- you do stupid things. Cause uh, Lorelai says, you know, not you, you're the list maker. You're the one that's always prepared and you don't just do things like this. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Rory goes outside and, to call Dean and Lindsay answers his phone. Yeah, a little bit more on on Lorelai's reaction. I was immediately reminded of the whole thing with uh, you know Lorelai showing up in Paris, being there, and she, you know, was like, "Oh, thank God, it's not you." <laughs> was it you? Yes, that yeah, that was a big deal for people because they think that Lorelai was slut shaming yeah. Paris and not being sex positive or whatever. But um yeah. I mean I wonder was... if they're there, you know, and I can understand this sex positive. I wonder if there are people that watch this and go, Ooh, get yours, girl <laughs> Get that man. <laughs> Make him yours. Uh <laughs> I don't I don't know. I, I'm just filled with dread because I'm like, oh well I mean if they were cursed to begin with, they're they're definitely cursed now. Like there's no, like you you have your brief fling and but there's no. How can you have trust now? There's, there's no trust. Yeah. Or was it, were they as bad? Was the marriage as bad as Dean is making Rory believe it was? Were they actually going to get a divorce? Do they get a divorce? I can't even remember. I don't know. They may not even get a divorce after that, this. That's another thing that I was, you know. With her I, answering I, the phone, that makes you feel like Dean probably regrets what he did. Mm-hmm. Yep. He went, or, I don't know. I wonder how far away they live. Like, why would, why would she call Dean's house? Like he just left. <laughs> that was, mm-hmm. that was something that didn't make any sense to me. But yeah, that, that is something that I've been examining. Um, because I, I could see that the show might go this way. Like, so is the show trying to make me not like Lindsay? I mean, the last couple of 
discussions about Lindsay or with Lindsay have made it seem like she is really, you know, like really uh, making Dean work and she just sits around. But I don't know. I, I you know, the, even what Rory was saying in the first place about therapy and <laughs> things like that, mm-hmm. you know, and you definitely have to make it. A, I mean, I think Rory would end up having a lot more respect for him in the long run if he was like, all right. I can't get over my feelings for you, but I need to do the honorable thing and get a divorce and leave mm-hmm. Lindsay and not just, right. you know, f- follow my wiener in the door and <laughs> satellite of love and all that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, what a, what a, and oh, that was the other thing I was kind of getting to with the, uh, with Rory being a character that people might hate. If they left this season with, Rory just saying, I hate you for ruining this for me and going, okay, mm-hmm. this is, this is where we're left. Gilmore's divided, you know, but I don't see like, as soon as Rory goes out the door and starts to cry, you can, she gets it. <laughs> like, like, you know, you know, after calling Lindsay, like she gets it. Like, I think she called Dean to kind of get some like reassurance, you know, that this was, you know, a wonderful thing. And, you know, and she wasn't, didn't make a stupid move. Um, but when Lindsay, she wasn't a homebreaker. Yeah. But when Lindsay picks it up and, you know, number one, she's still there. I mean, obviously Dean and just go home and kick her out the door two seconds after walking in, but just, I don't know, hearing that human voice that there is another person that you're about to, you're, you're about to, yes. the herd of. and it's somebody that is nice that I've only said nice things about. Yep. Uh, well, except for that one time in Dosies, but <laughs> yeah, except for that time I was talking about her and she was on the other aisle. <laughs> uh, so yeah, great. I love. God, you know, I love the such drums. good drama. Oh, good drums. <laughs> um, so uh, we talked about at the top of the episode that we're going to get into season five, and I'm going to try my hardest to do four episodes and try to get us back into our binging. So. Do you have our episode titles? Okay. Say goodbye to Daisy Miller. Who the heck is Daisy Miller? Oh, you posted something about Daisy Miller in our group and I didn't look at it. It was a book. Daisy Miller's a book. Wait, is Daisy Miller Great Gatsby? Mm, There is a Daisy in there, but. Yes. I think this is a, it looks about the same time period. I don't know. The movie is Sybil Shepherd, directed by Peter Bogdanovich. Okay. Something about her name is a flower. She likes flowers. It has something to do with a young woman's sexuality, I think. Oh, okay. So basically, uh, say goodbye to the sweet Rory. You know, like Sandy maybe. at the end of Greece is walked in the door. Um. Maybe so. I'm, I'm not sure. <laughs> Tell me about it, stud. <laughs> oh, I don't want right. to do that again. <laughs> <laughs> Number two is a messenger, nothing more. A messenger, nothing more. Huh. Um, geez, that's a messenger. I mean, is it a, a job that Kirk has? Um, <laughs> to, you know, don't kill the messenger. I'm just here to deliver a message, nothing more. Um, hmm, I don't know. That's a, that's a stumper. Mm-hmm. Okay, number three is Written in the Stars. Written in the stars. Well, that's definitely a episode long um, uh, kind of a you know visual poetry about how Luke and Lorelai were 
always meant to be together and their, their story is written in the stars and uh, maybe um, Dean and uh, Rory realize that it is not so. I wonder, hmm, I wonder if like um, uh, Dean buys the, like a, a buys a star and names it after Rory or something, <laughs> or maybe Luke does it for uh, Lorelai. Okay. <laughs> T- <laughs> Spitballs here. Tippy canoe and Taylor too. Tippy canoe and Taylor too. Um. Oh man, is this like? Oh, this sounds like Taylor leads a camping expedition, and all the stars hollow goes, and they all camp out. Um. And of course, Taylor is Taylor. In the uh, trivia, it says when Taylor says you you uh. You will have Taylor Dosey to kick around again. He is referring to Nixon's speech at the 1962 press conference while conceding the California gubernatorial election to Pat Brown. <laughs> See, because everybody knows about that. Of course. Of course. I guess that's for that's for the uh, the Emily generation. Yep. Well, it's the end of the season, Steph, and uh, now it's time for me to play something here. Oh, all right. <laughs> Let me see if I can remember how to do this. La 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 Everybody even know if the guitar was tuned so music snobs sorry i don't have a, that ear yeah yeah neither do i um mm. which is why the, the last time i picked that guitar up was to do the last season song so <laughs> all right steph uh now we've already got the lalas out of the way so i guess uh we'll see everybody uh, for season five and um we'd love to hear more from you also it uh, uh Email us, we don't want to wait at gmail.com. Uh, tweet us at we don't want to wait. And um, you can join our Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash Dawson's group. Just jump in there and let us know you're enjoying um, in these tough times <laughs> that you're enjoying our content because it's always nice to hear that. And uh, all right, uh, Steph, we'll see you in season five. Okay. Bye. Bye. La. <laughs> <laughs> la la <laughs>